With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, welcome to Total Liverpool Podcast. Uh, my name is Deej and I am joined today by Adam Murphy and we are here to preview the United game. How are you doing, Adam? Uh, I'm doing very well, mate. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Getting excited for the game already. It's not too far away now. Uh, let's start off talking through how we see Liverpool lining up for this. Do you think we're going to see any surprises? Um, I, for me, probably not. Um, I, I think this is the one where I think that third mi- midfield spot, as as we usually talk about, that's one that's that's up for grabs. You know, is Curtis Jones fit? If he is, I'd maybe throw him in for this one. Um, we, we've had Naby to play him well, obviously, as well. So I, I, I think it's maybe a toss-up between the two. Um, but I think aside from that, I think it's it, it, it will be pretty much the Liverpool starting eleven as, as usual. Um, there's obviously always going to be that question mark of, of is it going to be Jota or Firmino at the moment as well. Um, for me, I think I'd, I'd, I'd probably personally go Firmino for this one. He's, he's in good form. He's just come off the back of scoring a hat-trick. Um, I, I can't see any reason why not to. And, and I think as well, you look at, with the potential injuries Man United may have, um, we'll obviously come on to that later on. But the fact that Varane, I think, is is pretty much definitely out for this one. I believe he means is. Yeah. That, <clears throat> means that they're going to have a centre back combination of an unfit Harry Maguire and pairing him with either a, a Bay or a Lindelof. If Firmino can operate those spaces in front of them and even suck them out even a yard or two the 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 pace of, of those two well those three center backs in particular by maybe an exception is just no match for Salah and Mane and if we can exploit those that space in behind Harry Maguire I think especially um who is incredibly slow and turns like a bus <laughs> uh I think I think we can really harm Man United yeah I think I think you're right with your uh lineup prediction there I think 
all but one spot in the team picks itself, and it is that last midfield spot. Now, uh, Naby Keita didn't have the greatest of games uh, against Atletico. Uh, yes, he scored a, a wonder goal, but the rest he was relatively disappointing. So I think I think personally, Curtis Jones is going to get the nod there. I think he's earned it before he got injured uh, to have a bit more of a run in the team. Uh, I, I was starting to really enjoy seeing him, Mane and Robertson combine on that left-hand side. So uh, that, that's where I go. I, I agree with you, I think, with Firmino as well. I think Firmino starts ahead of Jota. He's unplayable at the moment. We're seeing Bobby Firmino of old. Uh, he's scored more goals at this stage in the season than he had for the majority of last season. So, um, yeah, you started talking about United's injuries there. So they've, there's a, a number of players that are going to be out. So we know Varane's injured. It's unlikely that he's going to be back in time. And uh, against Atlanta in the Champions League, Fred Rashford, uh, Fred and Rashford both took knocks. And apparently after the game, Bruno wasn't feeling great either. So those three are doubts for for this weekend. It could be that they're, they're all back and Ali has a fully fit team minus Varane to pick from. It could be that one or two of them are missing. It could be that all of them are missing. Uh, how do you see that having an impact on United's chances in this game? Um, I mean, the optimist inside me uh, would, would like to come out and say, regardless of whether he has a fully fit team to pick or not, we're going to go and win this game. Um, so so it, it doesn't really impact them regardless because you know we'll, we'll go and batter them anyway um but i mean if, if we're being realistic i think if i if i was to 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 look at it objectively i think rashford would probably be the biggest miss for them um we've seen in recent games uh where liverpool and united have played each other rashford is probably their most threatening player because of the high line that we play and his his, his pace and directness to get in behind um I I think if he genuinely is out for this one, it'll be a big miss. Um, Bruno, it sounds it sounds, it does sound weird because Bruno is an exceptional player, but he, there is that thing around Bruno Fernandez, isn't there? Like, is does he really turn up in the big games? Um, for me, I I don't think he does. I don't necessarily think it's any like fault of his own. Um, I think teams bigger teams usually sort of just know how to deal with Bruno they'll maybe go stick an extra man on him so he can't play that uh, that pass over the top or, or in behind um, so I, I think we would probably do quite a good job of nullifying Bruno anyway um, for me I think the big one is 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 Rashford and, and if he's out I think it does massively increase our chances of um, I mean not necessarily winning the game but I think just of keeping a clean sheet in general um, if Rashford's not on the pitch I, I think that will be huge for us Um but yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if anybody's actually seen the the press conference where Solskjaer made the comments. He's got a very bad poker face. <laughs> he, it, it seemed to me like he, that those players are probably going to be fit and, and at the very least on the bench. Well, the news around Rashford was that it was a dead leg that was keeping him out. So, like a dead leg can be from anywhere out from a day from to out to maybe a week. So, uh, I, I think it, it's also one of those injuries that you can sort of push somebody on, even if they're still at the tail end yeah. of it. I mean, uh, so I think Rashford is, is probably, it's likely that we're going to see him. I mean, we'll move on to, to why I think that in a minute, because there's only one way I see United beating Liverpool. But I think the the interesting uh, part about the injuries that United might be facing are, uh, is Rashford, Fred and Bruno are probably the three most important players on the pitch in this game, because you're not going to want to, you're not going to want to play Pogba in centre midfield. Because if you play Pogba in centre midfield, he's going to try and float in that centre of the park area slightly over to the left. 
He's not going to track back too much. He's not going to bomb on too much. And he's just going to try and dictate play from the middle. If Pogba starts in midfield, that just opens up the space for Henderson, Trent and Salah on that right-hand side. Uh, and they only then have Shaw and Maguire. Uh, and I guess Fred, uh, well, Fred wouldn't be playing if Pogba's playing, sorry. They just have Shaw and Maguire to deal with the three of them. And I don't think Shaw and Maguire together are good enough to stop Salah, let alone Salah, Trent and Henderson on that right-hand side at the same time. But uh, yeah, while I, I was just just to add into that, I, I think the, the, there's clear evidence of this already happening this season when Pogba plays there. If you look at just the Wolves game and the Villarreal game, and I know Man United won both of those games, but they were pretty much battered for the entire match in both of them. Pogba just leaving... <clears throat> I think Pogba throughout both of those games, if he wasn't losing the ball on the edge of his own box, he was 30, 40 yards further forward than he should have been, leaving whether it had been Fred or McTominay on their own in the middle of the pitch, which we all know neither of them are good enough to do on their own. Um, and the United defence were just getting exposed time and time again. Um, and and, and I, I think with the, the clinical form that, that Liverpool seem to be in, you know, we, we seem to be scoring goals for fun at the minute. I, I don't think they can allow us that space. Yeah. I mean, going on to uh, United's formation in general, though, I think the back five picks itself for United. I think we're, it, there's been talk about them maybe playing a back three uh, with wing backs in this game. Uh, personally, I think that would be a terrible idea and it would play straight into Liverpool's hands. But um, the, the back five sort of picks itself with De Gea, Wambasaka, Lindelof, Maguire, and Shaw. Uh, but then the rest of the team is kind of a question mark. And if I think about how United could take advantage of this Liverpool team, uh, you made the point of Rashford being their most dangerous player um, against us. Uh, and I, I think you're right. I think Rashford is their outlet because of how far forward Trent goes, because of Henderson. He's been playing out wide right in an advanced area uh, for us so far this season when we're on the attack. Uh, Rashford has an awful lot of pace. He doesn't like to drop back too much. I think he's essentially going to be sat on that halfway line as United try and soak up that pressure that we're going to be applying to them. And then just looking for that diagonal ball out for Rashford, who can take advantage of the space that Trent's left. Uh, so either Matip is going to have to cover a lot of ground there, or Fabinho is going to have to really stay back and help a little bit there for us if they decide to exploit that. But then you've got Bruno out. So if Bruno is out now, because if I mean if you play Rashford on the left there, and then you play um, who do you play on the right? Do you play Greenwood? Do you play Sancho? And then who's up top? Is it Martial? Is it Ronaldo? Is it uh, Cavani? Um, because I think McTominay's guaranteed to start. Yeah, I would agree. And then with Fred maybe being injured, can you risk Pogba in a centre midfield role? Do you bring Matic in? It's that is it is a tough question. It's a real tough question because, like, I think as as we mentioned there, Pogba is a liability at centre mid, especially against a team like Liverpool, where United aren't really going to see too much of the ball. You would imagine anyway. Um, but I think on the flip side, if if it were to be say McTominay and Matic, I, I feel like the same the same problems are right. I feel I feel like Matic is look he's 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 a, a decent player, but you'd expect, especially with the spaces that they create for each other against brilliant opposition, that uh, Trent Henderson and Salah would be able to play it around Matic almost like he's not there. Um, because McTominay does tend to play on that right-hand side whenever he plays anyway. Um, so that would leave Matic over on the left. Now, I think uh, it, it's a real difficult one because 
they don't for all the hate that Fred gets they don't have anyone else that can really play that position as well as him I don't think um look I'm gonna need his energy in this game for sure yeah I think I think look on the break Greenwood is probably a shoe in um, especially with well firstly how well he has been buying like I don't I don't know if you saw that goal he scored against Leicester to be fair that was unbelievable um, I, I don't think Sancho has quite quite been good enough obviously if if Rashford is is injured I'd imagine Sancho will start anyway um, but yeah it's it's a difficult one for United because I don't think they've they've ever really been been in a position uh, especially of late where they have this good a squad but at the same time it feels like they're out of options and i I know that sounds like a really weird thing to say well no sorry a few options but i mean it, it doesn't it seems like it seems to me at least anyway it doesn't really matter who they put where it's still it's still gonna cause another problem somewhere else on the pitch just because of how well, I mean, look at how they've been playing over the last sort of few weeks. Um, it doesn't matter who he chops and changes. They just can't really seem to get any rhythm, um, which is why I think if I'm trying to, trying to look at this ob- objectively, I, I, don't, I don't see a way in which they're able to, to sort of go toe-to-toe with Liverpool. I, I genuinely, I think like you sort of alluded to with, with the Rashford discussion earlier, their, their best bet this game is to to sit ten men behind the ball, soak up pressure, and and hit us on the break with pace. And we've seen them get joy out of it before, so I I can't imagine he'd, he'd look to change it. Um, but yeah, it's just it's a really difficult one with Man United because I mean I'm sure we'll, we'll probably get into it anyway. But form always goes out the window in these games. Um, I, I remember just one game specifically. Actually, I, I, uh, it was a was it a couple of years ago when um, we drew one one. Adam Lallana scored in like the 85th minute and I think we'd been on like an 18 game unbeaten run up to that point I think only drawing like a few of those games as well and that was at a point where it was you know Solskjaer's had those spikes where like everyone's calling for his head and and that was one of those points they'd been dreadful and yet you know we turned up and we just we could barely string three passes together um so yeah, it's it's always a difficult one to predict the these games, but yeah, definitely. Anyway. I think any game against United, uh, as as strong as any player is mentally, it's going to play on Liverpool players' minds. I mean, obviously you've got players like Salah who are are kind of bigger than that uh, than that. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, sort of niggle in the brain. I think he's just so confident yeah. and, and, and almost to the point of being cocky that he's not really going to be affected by like a big spectacle. Uh, but I think maybe. Maybe some of the younger players in the team might be like if if Curtis plays, maybe he's going to be uh, a little overawed by the occasion. But we've seen him play big games before, and and he, and he hasn't. Uh, but I, th- I think that's one of the main reasons why United, even when they're not playing to United of the '90s sort of standards, why they have such success against the big teams is because the big teams are still giving them an awful lot of respect. And I think with the players that they've got in their squad, you kind of have to. You can't can't write United off at all. And if you look at when United have been the most successful over the past couple of seasons, it hasn't been playing Rashford out on that left-hand side. It's been playing Pogba out on that left-hand side because Pogba doesn't bomb forward. That allows Luke Shaw to go forward and they've got that overload there on their left-hand side then and can sort of wriggle goals into the box, especially if they're playing somebody like Cavani up top because Cavani is uh, sort of the closest thing they've got to somebody who's going to press from the front. And now it's 
it's sort of a coin flip for what United are going to do for us. I think they've got two ways that they could exploit our defence. Um, they could sit, soak up pressure uh, and try, maybe three ways, sit, soak up pressure um, and then just try and bash straight through the centre, targeting the centre-backs with really fast counter-attacks. And with players like Sancho, Ronaldo, potentially Fernandez, and Rashford, all being players with uh, with an eye for a goal, uh, if they get a fast counter-attack going, they could end up four versus two against our centre-backs uh, with those players and, and could get some luck from that. Uh, one of the other things uh, that they could do is what I said before about using Rashford to exploit the place that Trent leaves open. Uh, but if Rashford plays, Shaw almost certainly has to stay back because Rashford's not going to track back and defend. Not the way Pogba, not as much, not as far back as Pogba does when he's playing on that left side, I guess. Uh, so Luke Shaw is going to have to stay back to deal with the threat of Salah, Trent and Hendo combining on that right-hand side. So that creative outlet is taken out of the game for them. Uh, the only way that he can still go forward is if Pogba plays on the left and Fred is back to play that centre midfield role, I think. And then that sort of frees Luke Shaw up to attack. But then the other uh, the other one is if you want to start Ronaldo and you want to uh, you want to have a go at us there, I think Sancho has to play and the focus has to be down that United right-hand side. Uh, try and build up down that right-hand side and swing in crosses to the back post for Ronaldo to try and get into. That's that, that's the sort of the three ways I can see United hurting us. And I think if Ali is smart, he will start with Rashford on the left, soak up pressure, and just try and use that as an outlet to maybe get an early goal in the first half. But I think getting to half-time nil-nil would be successful for, for Ali. And then I think 60 minutes comes in. I think if Rashford's playing on that left, Cavani's starting up top. As soon as it hits 60 minutes, Cavani comes off, Ronaldo goes on, and United go for it. And that's how I see the game going. I think they're going to spend 60 minutes just weathering the storm. And then when Liverpool legs start to tire, because we'll obviously be playing with uh, an, an intensity trying to break them down, uh, that's when the big guns come on. So you get your Ronaldo on the pitch. You maybe get Greenwood brought on as well. Uh, hell, we might even see Donny if uh, Fred's injured as well <laughs> and Fernandez is injured. But, uh, I think there's I think there's three ways United can hurt us. It's just whether Ollie has the balls to drop his big players in this game because he'll get backlash from the fans if he does. Yeah, I think. I mean, you only have to go back as far as the Everton game where he he didn't start Ronaldo, and it funnily enough, it was after Ronaldo came on. I, I think they were winning when Ronaldo came on. They ended up drawing the game. Should have lost the game. Um, but I I just look back to the. Did you see the? the comments that Ferguson uh, Ferguson was talking to, I think it was Khabib, um, and he, he was saying, no matter what, you always start your best players. And I think after a comment like that, and United having dropped points, apologies for my dog, um, Solskjaer is he's the kind of manager, I think, especially because the pressure's on him, and, and he'll know that. He's just going to, I think, maybe feel external pressure from people like Ferguson to just play his best players. And I think I think just purely for that sort of reason, I think he will start Ronaldo regardless. I don't think necessarily think it's the right call. I actually think, as you said, United's best way of beating us probably is to start with uh Rashford on the left, Cavani down the middle and and having Ronaldo come on come on in the late game. Because I mean again, just just going off recent evidence, we've we've seen Ronaldo popping up with goals, yeah, late on and and obviously, the fitter he is towards the end of the game, the, the more chance of that happening is. Um, but look, I, I think, I think, as I said, I think Solskjaer is going to feel feel the outside pressure, especially with recent results not going their way. Um, 
and and I think he'll he'll almost you know yeah be pressured to to start his big players and and it could ultimately be the downfall in this one. Yeah, I think I fully agree, and, and that while I agree with the sentiment of that statement, always start your best players. It's not really sensible, is it? Because you you've got to no. solve the problem in front of you, and I think United starting their best players against us plays into our hands. I think that makes the game a given for Liverpool. Uh, if if they end up with all their big names on. Because you think about who they've got to include. They've got Cavani, they've got Ronaldo, they've got Rashford, they've got Greenwood, they've got Sancho, they've got Pogba, they've got Bruno. Like, how do you get all of those? You can't play so many attacking players <laughs> in one team and any one of those gets left out. There's going to be a portion of the Man United fan base who want Ollie's head for it. Like, how, how can you not play Bruno, Pogba, Greenwood, Ronaldo, Cavani, <laughs> Fernandez all in the same team? Uh, Ollie out Ollie out no uh, let's let's go through uh, front to back then United United lineup. who's your front three for United or front two maybe what's your formation let's go I think I don't think they'll do what they they did against Atalanta they were almost in like a 4-2-4 for that I think that's that's suicide if they if they attempted anything like that against Liverpool Um, I think they'll probably revert back to the four the 4-2-3-1 uh, that that Solskjaer seems to like to play with with that double pivot. Um, I think I think up front he'll he'll play Ronaldo. Um, the two wide players for me, I think it's it, it, I think it's given that Greenwood will play probably on the right hand side. If Rashford is fit, he'll play. If not, it'll probably be Jaden Sancho. Um, Bruno Fernandez in in that number ten role, I think. Look, I think with Bruno, I think regardless of whether he's injured or not, he plays this game. Um, I, I think he's, he's he's maybe somebody that if if Bruno was just having like a niggle, um, Solskjaer didn't play him and they lost the game, the backlash you'll get for that because of how good how integral Bruno's been for them. Don't think he'll risk he's it. I think Bruno game play. for injury for United. <clears throat> he has not been injured yeah. for United since he joined. Wow. That's incredible! Wow, That's I did years, not know yeah. that. That's, that's wow! That's impressive. That, um, but yeah, I think I think he'll play. Um, <clears throat> the the holding two. I think if he can get them both in, i.e., if Fred is fit, I think we'll definitely see McFred. Um, we all know how much he loves them two together. If not, I do think we'll see McTominay and Pogba in in the holding roles. Um, and as I said before, I think I think that's again another area where playing your best players could lead to the downfall of my United in this game. Um, and then as, as we discussed before, I think the back five is, is pretty much a given um, in Shaw, Maguire, probably Lindelof, Aaron Wambasaka, and then David De Gea, isn't it? Yeah. So your, your summary there is Oli doesn't have the balls to drop his big players. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Uh, See, so yeah, I think I'm, I'm much in the same sort of vein of thought, but I, I just can't, I can't decide whether, Rashford is better early game or late game because I do believe United are just going to sit back in a low block and absorb pressure for the first half at least if not for at least a little bit of the second half as well and then try and have a 20 minute spell where they make some stuff happen now is is it worth having Rashford fresh for that 20 minute spell or is it worth having Rashford and Cavani on the pitch in that uh, early game when they're just sort of soaking things up as somebody who can sort of take a bit of pressure off their back line and press from the front a little bit more now, is it, I, I'm not going to sit here and say, well, Ollie's so ta- tactically adept, he's not going to even consider options like this. Uh, he's got people around him, at least, who are going to raise these concerns to him. 
And I think they're probably having similar conversations to we are now, like how do we fit our best players in? Do we fit our best players in? Who's the right person to solve a problem in this area? So I think I think for me, my like I said, back five picks itself, it's, it's going to be Wan-Bissaka, it's going to be Shaw with Maguire and Lindelof and De Gea in goal. Uh, and I think if Fred is fit, we, we do see McFred as well. If Fred isn't fit, I don't think Ollie would risk putting Pogba there, especially when there's a chance that Rashford's not fit too. Uh, so if, if Rashford starts and Fred's fit, I think we see McFred and then Pogba is an option for that left wing role, I think, off the bench, um, which would then allow Shaw to bomb on. So so maybe that maybe Rashford does play the let's soak things up time and then Rashford comes off to save his, uh, his dead leg and Pogba comes on and then that unleashes Shaw down that left-hand side for those 20 minutes. Maybe that happens. Uh, but I do see, I think I do see Rashford starting on the left. I see Sancho starting on the right. I think if you if you play Greenwood, um, I do see Ronaldo starting up top as well. But I would choose Cavani in this game if I was Ali. But I think with uh, yeah. with Ronaldo starting, uh, a player like Greenwood is only going to frustrate Ronaldo because Greenwood's not thinking about playing that pass for Ronaldo to score. Greenwood's thinking about scoring himself. Where Sancho is is very much an unselfish player. He does get a good number of goals. But he also gets a crazy number of assists if you look at his time in Dortmund. So I think uh, I think Sancho is a better complement to Ronaldo than Greenwood is. Uh, where if Cavani starts, I think Greenwood starts as well. So I I mean I I completely agree. I think Sancho does complement Ronaldo a lot more than Greenwood does. I just don't think Sancho will do it. I I I mean we we've seen. I I think it's almost again one of those things where it's I think he'll sort of submit to the outside pressure because of, of how good Greenwood has been all season. Um he'll he'll feel almost pressured and forced to start him. Despite the fact that we have again going off recent evidence, we've seen when Greenwood starts, uh, even when Rashford starts, both of those players are looking to cut inside and shoot themselves. Almost every time. You know, yeah. it's very rare you see them you see them looking to put the ball in and and obviously that's going to frustrate Ronaldo. And because of the lack of pressing Ronaldo does to win the ball himself, he'll probably barely see the ball. Um, and you'd like to imagine Virgil will, will keep him pretty quiet. Um, so yeah, I, I do I do agree with you. I think that he probably should play Sancho on that side. I just yeah. don't think he will. I think maybe the most uh, sort of tricky situation United could find them in find themselves in is if the only injury they have is Fernandez. How do they address that? Do they play Pogba in that role with McFred behind? Do they go to a 4-4-2 or a 4-2-2-2 and, and instead of playing Fernandez, play Cavani alongside Ronaldo? Uh, and that, that could be quite dangerous if, if they go for like a, a 4-4-2 with advanced wingers against us with Cavani and Ronaldo causing problems in the box. Because, I mean, as much as I love the two of them, uh, I think Verge and Matip together would deal with one of them very well. I think you yeah. start throwing both of them at them, Virgin and Matip start having problems. And I don't think uh, problems like, uh, oh, we're not going to be able to defend against these guys. I mean, uh, Cavani's like a little terrier. He's going to be zipping around that box. He's going to be pressing himself. He's going to be annoying people. And I, that's what I can say. I can see Virgin and Matip getting annoyed and maybe sort of losing their heads for a moment and making a mistake if the two of those are up against us. Um, yeah, I, it's, it's interesting. I like I... I as I've just given my United lineup prediction, I'm not confident in it. I have no idea. I have no idea you know, what we're going to be playing against. Do you know what is actually really interesting is we've just sat here and talk about spoken about the multiple combinations that Solskjaer can can make with this team in in a number of formations. Yet we've seen one or two of them ever. 
Yeah, I, 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 I think it shows again maybe just the lack of confidence or you know the the lack of balls for for, for a better word that Solskjaer really has when it comes to taking risks and taking chances and 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 why he does quite possibly succumb to outside pressure so much into just just play the way he's always been playing play your best players and 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 again as more people are starting to talk about recently just sort of sending them out there and and soaking up pressure hitting hitting teams on the break and then just hoping that you good players do something you know that that seems to be the tactics with man united at the moment and i i think i i don't i mean Solskjaer hasn't really been brave enough to change it um ever so i i i struggle to see why he would in such a big game and take such a big gamble because i mean i think a lot of united fans maybe are expecting them to lose this one anyway but if he made a drastic tactical change and then lost the game anyway i think it just gives the the ollie out as more of an excuse to really pile the pressure on see i i don't know if i agree with that i think the the manchester liverpool derby uh is the biggest game in Premier in the Premier League. It's the two biggest teams in England with the two biggest histories in England going off against each other. I think if if Oli loses this game, now a lot of United fans deep down might expect United to lose. But if United go out and get battered tomorrow, I, I see the entire United fan base calling for his head. I can't see anybody sitting there and just going, oh yeah, Oli's just let Liverpool walk all over us. But right now, Liverpool are a much better team than us. It's hard enough to get a United fan to admit that just in a general conversation in the pub, even though it's fact. Yeah. It's it's hard to get a United fan to go, yeah, you know what, you're right, you're a much better team than us at the moment. Uh, they'll just be saying, oh, but yeah, you've not got Ronaldo or or whatnot. So <laughs> I think if if United do badly in this game, I think the calls for Ali's head will become louder and louder and louder just because it's Liverpool. It would be like if they lost to City. Like City are clearly head and shoulders above United quality-wise. But when United don't play well against City, there's uproar in the fan base. So we've uh, we've spoken quite a lot about United. Now let's get back onto the Liverpool side. Uh, what what do you see the game plan being? Where do we target? So I think this is the thing. I think I think again it, it sort of comes back to is Pogba going to play in that pivot? Um, and 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 if he doesn't, and it's not Fred, who does? You know, is it is it Matic who who is it? And I think look, we're gonna we're gonna look to play down our right hand side. Um probably probably more often than not. again, we we speak about Mohamed Salah, the confidence he's in at the moment. Probably probably the most confident I've seen him in a Liverpool shirt, and that's including his his first uh forty four goal season um for us. You know, he's just oozing confidence at the moment. Um, and as well, I think as, as we spoke about before, if he if if Pogba doesn't play there, and Pogba ends up playing out on the left because you know maybe Rashford's on the bench or or his injury is is actually enough to sort of keep him out for this one, that obviously then, as you said, you'd probably expect Shaw to do make those overlapping runs around Pogba. Again, it frees up the space there for Mohamed Salah to get to, to sort of get in behind, and 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 it's going to be Harry Maguire on that side. And we've we've seen we've seen a lot a lot worse players spin Harry Maguire inside out. Um, we, we've actually seen Salah do it a couple of times as well. Um, so I, I think I think we're really going to look to to exploit that space either behind Shaw or where Pogba would be if he was in that that holding role. Um, and and as well, I think I think what a big uh, sort of 
is a big flaw in Aaron Wan-Bissaka's game, and and it's probably the one that most Man United fans pick out, or the one that I see the most talking about, is the fact that when a diagonal ball comes across from that right-hand side, he very often leaves his man wide open at the back post because he's not really sure where he's supposed to be. It's like he hasn't quite developed that that sort of aware, like in-the-box awareness of his game yet. And, I mean, who have we got on that right-hand side that plays diagonal balls over? It's, it's Trent Alexander-Arnold, arguably the best player in the league at making that pass. And who's going to be on the receiving end of those balls? Sadio Mane, maybe Roberto Firmino. Curtis two Jones. players that are, yeah. yeah yeah you know it's 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 another one of those and I think I think we'll look to sort of keep the ball over on the right hand side look to exploit obviously the space for Salah whether it be sort of in in behind Pogba or, or in behind Shaw whoever whoever it may be on uh depending on how they play or we'll, we'll look for those diagonal balls in behind Aaron Wambasaka and and look to hurt them that way yeah um, I think you're right that our main avenue is yeah, I think, I think you're right that our main avenue will be down the right-hand side. I think the yeah. Trent-Salah-Hendo combo is has been successful for us. But we can't ignore the left either. We've got uh, potentially Curtis Jones with Sadio Mane and Andy Robertson bombing down that left-hand side. Uh, and hell, that could even be Cater. Cater does tend to drift right a little bit. Uh, he, he doesn't seem to go out as wide left as someone like Curtis Jones might. But I, I honestly think the game's going to be won or lost by United's fullbacks or by Roberto Firmino. I think his movement is the most important aspect of our attack here because the way United play, uh, it's like they've, they've got their, their block of four with Shaw and Wambasaka as the wing-backs. They're, they've obviously got a lot of pressure on them because we like to attack wide. Uh, but then the way they kind of deal with threats like that is if they've got Fred and McTominay, Fred deals with everything that comes down their right-hand side. McTominay deals with everything that comes... Sorry, uh, Fred deals with everything that comes down their left-hand side. McTominay down the right and their job is essentially to either drop back and help Lindelof and Maguire or spread wide and help Shaw and Wambasaka. Uh, now if Bobby Firmino is causing havoc in the middle and sort of pulling uh, most likely Lindelof out of position yeah, that's going to leave such a huge hole for someone like Sadio Mane to run in behind or Curtis Jones to wriggle through um, even if that is just to get onto the end of a, a Trent cross Um or if it's to create something themselves. So I think the most important person in attack for Liverpool tomorrow is going to be Bobby Firmino, because if he can disrupt that block of four they've got in the centre of Lindelof, Maguire, Fred and McTominay, I think the game's as good as one there. And I think uh, I think we're going to go sort of balls to the wall, let's go and kill this game early, because like I, said, I think United are going to wait to, towards the end of the game to try and win. I think if we get an early goal, if, if, if we go in and it's not nil-nil at half-time, I don't think United stand a chance. I think if it's nil-nil at half-time... Uh, you could flip a coin for this game because in 45 minutes of football, even though United aren't the team they used to be, they can be as good as anyone in a half. So especially with the players that they've got, it's insane. Yeah, that they they will get chances. I think just just purely because of the quality of their players, they they will get chances. You know, we 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 sacrifice that in in terms of you know we will we will give teams the opportunity to get in behind us. We just know defensively we we are sort of sound enough to deal with it. The problem is when you do come against that quality of opposition, you know there's going to be one or two moments in the game where, especially if Rashford's playing, maybe he's going to get a one-on-one chance, and it's just whether he takes that or not, and and what point of the game it's in, and and what the scoreline is at the time. And yeah, I, th- I think I think you're right. If 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 it is nil-nil going into the second half, it probably is a flip of the coin just for that reason. 
But if we've got a one or two goal lead, I I wouldn't be surprised at all to sort of to sort of see us, you know, put the onus on Man United and and sort of say, you know, you're going to have to come down. and get at us yeah. now, yeah. And 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 I I think they'll have a real hard time doing that, and you know, and, and we can give them a bit of taste of their own medicine and send Salah through over the top. I think as as entertaining as that would be, is that something Liverpool ever really do? I, I don't think we ever go. You know what? We're just going to let you come at us. I think we're always very much like looking for the opportunity to go ourselves. I don't think yeah. Klopp is a defensive manager at all. I think he's built a quality no. defense, but the way we play is not like there's nothing defensive about it. Uh, our our defense is our attack. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. I just I I wouldn't be surprised to just just to see a slight tweak in this game if if we are leading by one or two at halftime, just because I think Klopp knows as well as anyone how how these games go. Really, you know we we could be looking back at this game and and we've we've played man united in games before where we've we've looked back on it and thought god how did we not hold on to that or how how did we not come away with three points there and 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 it does seem to happen a lot for for i mean for both sides um so i i wouldn't be surprised if if we do have a lead we we maybe look look i'm not saying play defensive football but i'm just saying Manage maybe maybe yeah yeah We've seen us do that. We've done that more over the past couple of seasons, but still not in necessarily like a defensive way. It always does seem to yeah. just be like, we'll still play it down that right-hand side, but then Henderson or Milner or something will just hold it up there and let people come and attack yeah. them before sort of swinging it. So it's it's almost like playing defensive, but in the opposition half. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how I was trying to phrase it. Yeah, I, I think I think that's a, that's definitely a, a possibility that, that might happen. I, whether it's for the entire second half, if we go in with a lead, or whether it's like, a, oh, we're getting to the 60 minutes, United are about to change things and go for it. Let's switch into that mode now. I can maybe see that happening. But all that being said, let's get a score prediction from you, Adam. Uh, I hate predicting Man United-Liverpool score lines. Um, Old as well. The, the optimist in me wants to say 3-1 Liverpool. And, and because of how we've been playing... And the confidence in some of our players at the moment, I'm going to trust that part of me. I'm going to say three-one Liverpool, but I think Man United might score first. Ooh. Yeah, I think I'm I'm similar in the scoreline. I think it's going to be three-two to Liverpool. Uh, I think we're going to go in at half-time two-one uh, up. I think we're going to score early, uh, and then I think United are going to equalise pretty soon after that. Um, and then I think we get Salah scoring in the 47th minute so two minutes into added time of the first half for us to go into one up and then i see us getting our third quite early in the second half and then united pulling one back towards the end of the game sort of maybe 85th minute or something any uh any mohammed salah super goals again this weekend do we think uh, what skip past three or four i can see it maybe yeah. happening like I, I don't think sure fred and Maguire are hard to skip past for Mohamed Salah. <laughs> so I think it's, it's no very possible that we might see it. And, and the only thing that might thwart it is uh, David De Gea going back to his days of yes. old, pulling off wonder saves. But yeah, that, I think 3-2 is mine. He's, he's such a good goalkeeper. I mean, he's been through a patch recently where he's he's not been so great. And I mean, we've seen Dean Henderson starting over him. I mean, yeah, five years ago, <laughs> no one would have said anything like that. De Gea was meant to be the best keeper in the world back then. And I mean, he's still in that league. Maybe he's not quite as good as uh, an Edison, an Allison, a Ter Stegen, uh, um, and well, there's a lot of keepers who are uh, 
who are around <clears> and about Europe that are, are maybe in that league as well. Maybe we're spoiled for goalkeepers nowadays. Uh, I mean, even Edward Mendy at Chelsea, he's he's been doing pretty well recently. Um, but yeah, I think I, th- I think we are going to see a Liverpool win. I think if 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 Liverpool don't win, David de Gea will be the reason why. Yeah, yeah, I I, I think exactly the same. Um, it's just it's just these games. You you just you wouldn't be surprised to see Liverpool walk away with a draw from this one. You you yeah. wouldn't be surprised at all. But uh, off off the way, certainly. Liverpool have been playing at least anyway. I I, I could I could back a three one. So yeah. So did you do you see this being maybe a banana skin that makes Liverpool drop their unbeaten start to the season? Um, in terms of do I think we could lose this one or or do you think it's likely it's, that we'll lose? I don't think we'll lose. Um, I'm I'm going to touch some wood here, but <laughs> I'm very I, I'm I'm very confident that we won't lose this game. I just. I think depending on how it goes, just just purely you know going off the last however many Liverpool United games you, you can go back to, I wouldn't be surprised to see us walk away with a, a nil nil or a one one, um, and you know United just stink the place out. Uh, but <clears throat> we have to stay optimistic. Um, I think confidence wise, this is probably uh, the, the the highest um, in terms of confidence most of our players have seen since. Uh, the the title winning season really, um, so yeah, I, um, I I I I think I think we'll win it. I do. It's but just, it could be a draw. There's, yeah, there's just there's just always that that caveat with Man United, and and I'm I'm fairly confident now, but I know on game day I'll be oh my heart will be racing, and then we'll probably get if we're like sixty minutes into the game, it's still no nil. I'll just be saying okay, just get us out, just get us out with a point, just get out. I can't stand it anymore. Um. But yeah, no, we'll 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 I'll have to stay optimistic for now at least anyway, and 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 go for a three-one. <clears throat> so there you go, ladies and gentlemen, uh, optimists firmly sitting on the fence here today. Uh, <laughs> thank you for joining us for uh, for Total Liverpool podcast. Uh, we'll be back with a review of the United game, uh, maybe live straight afterwards, maybe recorded the next day. But keep your eyes out for that. Uh, again, thanks for joining us, and cheery bye. Find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.